All right, welcome to another episode of Sales is Not a Dirty Word. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. If you're a first-time listener, hopefully you'll become a long-time listener. As always, I'm your show host, Alicia Barr, your revolutionary sales coach and creator of this inspiring podcast. (laughs) And you can check me out at aliciabarr.com. Our podcast schedule distributes once weekly. We have impactful live sales coaching sessions with people just like you and valuable interviews with seven-figure earners to find out what their mistakes were to the top so we can all avoid them. Make sure you're on our distribution list to never miss out. So in this episode, we're going to talk about overcoming objections while selling lifestyle coaching. My guest is Jonathan Gilardi, lifestyle coach specializing in a transformational self-worth, confidence, and mindset. Welcome to the big show, Sales is Not a Dirty Word. Thank you, thank you, and I appreciate you having me on here today. I'm super excited to talk about objections and to, you know, just kind of connect and hear what you got going on in this podcast. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, I love doing these. I've heard so many wonderful things about you, and I'm so excited to finally meet as close to -to face-to-face as possible. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've heard great things about you also. We have some mutual connections. And uh, also I've watched some of your videos. I heard some episodes of your podcast previously before this one. And all is good. Yeah, you know. Thank you. That's always good to hear. Um, Okay, so you have been having a little bit of a challenge with objections, but I want to ask a couple questions first. So where are your leads coming from? So my leads are primarily coming from networking events, coming from a beautiful network uh, called the Savvy Network. Uh, So I have leads coming in from them, but I also go to networking events and I speak with people on a very personal level, find out where they are in their life. And if they, you know, if I believe that my coaching program can really elevate their life, their success, their relationship, uh, then I'll bring them onto a free discovery call. And, uh, that's how kind of my process works. So right now it's primary. I do some advertising, but I'm more or less uh, polishing up a lot of things online before I dive fully into the advertising. Okay. What kind of advertising are you doing? So I'm going to be doing Facebook ads into a sales funnel. Oh, okay. So um, you are, are making relationships in person and then yes. that's pretty yep. powerful. So those should be really yeah. good leads. Yeah, they are. They're great. Yeah. Do they fill out? I, you probably don't need them to fill out a form then to get on nope. a call with you. Yeah. No. Uh, online, they'll be filling out a questionnaire, but in person, I'm very, you know, when I speak to them, it's all about them. I rarely even talk about myself until the very end. So I learned so much about them and we feel our energy together. So you saying the good leads, I mean, it's perfect. You get that whole vibe right away. That no like and trust that we all need. Yeah, in person is is so much better. There's so much that can uh, be communicated beyond just voice, <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Um, or if it's a video call, even it's more than that. It's like energy, like you're saying, mm-hmm. vibe of somebody. Yeah. So that's great. Um, how does the call go when you guys? So how many people are like, yeah, I'll hop on a discovery call with you? Do a lot of people say yes? Yeah, actually, um, you know, a lot of people say yes. So there's like, I run into two different kinds of people. (laughs) Some people that are like, oh, you're a lifestyle coach, which means you're a therapist, which means I have problems. So I'm going to hop on a call with you. Yeah, I know. It's really weird. So I'm in New York, and I don't know if this is a certain vibe in New York. 
So I get some of them and I always find it funny. I don't take it personal at all because I love what I do and I see the transformation in my clients currently. So that's all good, but it's really funny when I get that um, because really you come to a coach not because you have problems, because you see the value in, for one, investing in yourself, and two, um, reaching you know, yourself and your skill and who you are to a whole nother level, right? Really you know, embellishing your best self. Uh, so then the other kinds are they're very excited to get on a discovery call, especially when I tell them what I do on the call, which is normally you know, talk about their vision and their goals and their challenges that are getting in the way and setting a plan right then and there to put over those challenges and develop more of their best self through authenticity. Uh, so they're always very excited. So honestly, rarely, I would say I have about 85% of the people that I speak to at networking events want to hop on a free call with me. So when they are going to hop on a free call with you, before they hop on, do they ask anything about price? Uh, sometimes I have gotten questions about price. Do you tell them before you yes. get on the phone? I tell them that there's multiple tiers and that that's something that we'll get into towards the end of the call. I'm very open with, you know, at the end of the call, we'll have an opportunity to work at a deeper level together. And if it's good, then I kind of keep that transparency and that open and honest right off the bat. Um, so if they do ask about price, I will not mention it because then they're basing their decision just on price, yeah. which I always try to avoid, you know? Yeah, it just, it, the only thing is it can be a little bit of a slippery slope um, if these people can't afford you. However, I have a feeling that you can tell in person, you get a good idea if the person has some expendable income. Yeah, definitely. They Some comments they make, age comes into it. You know, if I'm talking to someone who's like 22, I already know that they may not have the capital, but of course there's always people around them there. They can be resourceful in their own way. But yes, usually uh, I can feel where they're at. Okay. Um, so that's not an issue. And then when you get them on the call, how does, oh yeah. The other thing is what is your, like who are the types of people you're talking to? Are they entrepreneurs? Are they in an office? Like what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. So I work with entrepreneurs, artists, and sales representatives primarily. That's kind of my focus, and it's more passion, too. I love working with artists. Uh, but I find that casting a very small net towards them gives me this wide net of all these different people from different industries coming in. So right now, my clients are all over, which is great. Okay. But they're, yeah, I know. it's not like, so you have people that are in corporate world and entrepreneurs. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. So when you get on the phone, how does the conversation go? So I have a list of about 10 questions that I usually like to ask very uh, emotional kind of uh, diving questions when they get on. I'll recap what we're going to do, what we spoke about at the event, uh, and then we'll dive right into them, into their life, into what their main goal is, what they're trying to achieve and all that good stuff. Um, so the call is really good. And I have these questions, but it also doesn't restrict me because it's all about really actively listening to yeah. the potential clients on the phone. So most of the time we get through a couple questions and then we just sort of dive in. I listen to ways that they're holding themselves back and I'll be like, okay, you know, I would like to coach you on this for a moment. And they're like, yeah, let's do that. And then we'll dive into really uh, some of the stuff that they're avoiding that I will not let them avoid. 
Uh, so yeah, really the calls are great and go really into their life and their goals and really into what's stopping them and all that worry, doubt, fear, all that bullshit that just simply stops us for no reason because we're jumping out of our comfort zone. Yeah. And they go great. Yeah. Okay. And you do a little bit of post-depression and then they're like, oh, this is so great. Um, and then what happens? So once we get to the end of the call, um, which is usually about depending on if they're a talker or not. So by the, by the time they get to the end of the call, it's usually about 45 minutes in at this point. And I go, all right, well, I want to offer up, you know, an opportunity to work at me at a deeper level and let you know about my program, Break Your Golden Lion Free. Uh, you know, are you interested in hearing about that? And I have 100% of the time they're like, yeah, I would love to hear about that. Uh, and that's when I start and I go through each of the four steps uh, if I offer up the group coaching. And uh, so I'll go through each step and I'll, you know, explain to them kind of not structurally what it is, but I will talk about what their outcome is going to be in each, in each part. And after each, each section, I'll ask, you know, how does that sound? And they're always like, great, that sounds amazing. And I'll go into the next step. It's called this. And you'll feel this. You'll get this. How does that sound? Like, great. And after that, all of that explaining, then I'll get to the investment part. Do they ask the investment or do you get to it? Usually I just get to it, but I've had about, I've had a handful of people ask, you know, I just would really love to know what the investment is. <laughs> and they're, they're a little worried about it. They want in, but they're worried, you know, you can feel that already. So I already know I'm going to have to break down some barriers. Most of the time, uh, they don't ask me about the investment they want in and then I drop it on them in a positive way. <laughs> Yeah. And so, and they're in those people that don't ask about it. Do they usually end up going with it? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So it's when they're like, Oh, what's the investment that they don't go with it always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's always the same objections. Do you notice any trends among that type of person that's doing that? Yeah. Usually um, they don't have, it's usually the people that on the call tell me that they struggle with confidence that, and they feel like they're doubting themselves a lot in their life and they're second guessing themselves and they're in their head a lot, which is where the elevated mindset really comes into play in my program. I see that pattern. They are very hesitant with if they can make it work and if they're going to put out money and not receive a transformation. Maybe they, they don't feel good enough for the transformation. So, you know, the certain investment, they're very hesitant with doing. So that's kind of the pattern that I see right now. Okay. So, I mean, that makes sense. They're worried that they're not capable of the result yeah. that you're promising, basically. Totally. Um, so when that happens, like, so the objections that they give you, what, what are they? So normally the three that I get is... Well, I would say it's four. So I've gotten the spouse one a little bit. I have to speak to my spouse, but I totally understand. I super respect when someone has to make a money decision and, and talk with their spouse. Totally understand that. Um, so then I'll get the money one, which I've actually found, I've actually had some fun trying out different ways to diffuse it. And one of the ways I've done that was talking about my own uh, putting in like 10 grand for my coach and how I freaked out and I wanted to hold my money tightly and I tell him that story and I tell him not to um, 
persuade or influence in the negative sense that people think you're kind of talking them into something. I'm saying right. it to open their mind up because this actually is a beautiful opportunity. Um, so it's a money one, it's the time one, I don't have the time right now, the spouse one. But the other one that I actually, I think, probably struggle with the most is I have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just so, because like part of me is like, okay, great, you know, totally understand, you have to think about it. You know, we've been talking for an hour now, we've had a great, you know, conversation, why don't we discuss it together? You know, that's kind of the approach I've been thinking about lately. Um, but and it's so when I hear that one, I always feel like I just, it's yeah. Stuff. So when they say, let me think about it, you can say like, you know, absolutely understand. Um, is it the timeline or the investment that you want to think about? Mm -hmm. Like ask them what, if you have like a suspicion of what they want to think about, you can kind of throw that out there so that you guys can talk through it. So instead of saying like, let's talk through it together, you just start talking through it together. Awesome. Yeah. And, and also I feel like that'll breed more clarity to them too. Yeah. Because it is very generic actually, which I kind of feel like you just made me think about. What? Generic? Is I have to think about it. It's kind of like, it's very, it's very generic. Like it's very broad. It's yeah. not specific. So it's very hard to overcome. So you just have to dig deeper into it. Like, so mm. Is it the, and if they were having problems with, with confidence and mindset, I think it's important to say, is it because you're worried that you're not capable of this transformation because of the confidence stuff we were talking about earlier? Um, yeah. And they can kind of talk through that and you guys can talk through it together. So addressing it and getting it out there is um, definitely the best way to deal with the, let me think about it. The spouse thing, um, a lot of times, you can ask like, okay, so do you, I absolutely understand needing to talk to your spouse. Do you want this? Like, do you think this is a good fit and it's going to solve your problems, et cetera? And if they say yes, you're like, okay, then let's come up with a strategy for your spouse. What does, oh, that's powerful. yeah, what is important to your spouse? What would make your, because I, if you want this, I want this, I mean, I want this for you, but especially if you also want it we can make this happen. So what information do they value the most? What would make it seem worth it to them? Or what are their, you, usually their biggest doubts? And you can kind of come up with a strategy together and then you're like teammates instead of the salesperson and the buyer. I love that. Cool. That's, that's great, yeah. Uh, and then um, the other one was time. So is there a big time investment? No, not really, because that's kind of how I diffuse it. I've only gotten that one a couple times and I usually diffuse it like that um, because my program's uh, schedule friendly also. If you, uh, so I do live group coaching. What I do it for, for the group coaching, it's three months, right? So it's 90 days and it's every Monday or Tuesday, depending what group they're in. And it's for about 60 to 90 minutes, right? About 45 to 60 minutes of content. Then we go to Q and A and open coaching. I'll do live coaching with my clients right then and there in front of the whole room, which is such a fantastic experience and yeah. community. And I tell them, oh, my program's schedule friendly because if you can't show up, you get the workbook, you know, after the stuff that's gonna make you <clears throat> go on to pen and paper, really dive into your life. And you also get the replay of the Zoom call because it's on Zoom just like this. So most of the time I get that diffu the diffusion kind of early, but uh, I still have some people that are like, Maybe I don't have the time, or maybe it's not the right time. 
fourth. Yeah. So I would want to dive deeper into that. That's the same thing as let me think about it. Like, so it's like, yeah, it's like, so what do you mean? It's so I want to understand what exactly is not the right time about it for you. Is it that you feel like it'll be a big time investment? Is it that, you know, um, I don't know, you have some big finance, is it the financial part of it? Um, and kind of like be able to talk about it from that point of view, because it's not the right time does not make, it's just an excuse. I think it sounds like often you should be saying like, is it because you're worried about the confidence issues we discussed that you're not capable of it right now? Mm -hmm. And I mean, when they say that, I would definitely bring up the people that you've helped that had similar problems and also mentioning like, Hey, I believe in you for what it's worth. I, I don't work with everybody. I don't offer everybody a discovery call. I met you at the event. I thought these things were amazing about you. Um, I wouldn't offer this if I didn't think that you were capable of it. So, I mean, for what it's worth, I've worked with people exactly like you. And you can say, there was this girl and she had three kids and she was a single mom. And she was so sad because she didn't have any time and she was tired and whatever. And say, and now she, you know, has as much time as she wants and she's able to delegate things and her kids are on her team, whatever. They're ideally the closest to their situation as possible. And say like, it is very possible for you. And I do understand that it might not feel like that because you know, I, and you can even talk about the different people you talk to. I talk to multiple types of people and I notice that the people that have, um, self doubt and questioning and, um, confidence issues are the ones that usually say this. And, um, I just don't want that to stop you for the exact thing that we want to, to heal for you, to stop you from being healed is so unfortunate. <laughs> like it's yeah. so hard to see and watch. And, um, I, I just don't want that to be the reason for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And, and I love that you are, this is why I also like your vibe as, as a sales closer. And I think why you're, you're doing so well is that it's very inspiring the way you kind of speak, like the way you are now, how we're running it. It's inspiring. It makes me feel, cause I've kind of like for the moment just pretended like I was the, the, you know, potential client yeah. and just hearing you. And I kind of felt like, Ooh, I can do this. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to find a way. And that's just from the way that you were speaking and you did it in a positive way, uh, which is awesome. Yeah. I know we, thank you. And we briefly touched on um, how you were thinking about telling them the cost of inaction. So the whole pain, it's kind of like the pain thing. Have you heard about Yeah. Like, yeah. So I find, especially if somebody has a lack of confidence, I don't think making them feel really bad. <clears throat> a lot of people just don't respond well to that. So I am a big fan of whatever works for you. But if you feel weird, you seem like a really like nice person who cares about his clients and you might not want to make them feel bad. Like, does it seem like it would be uncomfortable to make somebody feel bad? I think that... I think that pain really makes people step up sometimes. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't hurt me in an uncomfortable way to make them feel pain if I do it in the right way. 
if I'm like, you're never going to be like this if you don't take action now. And in 30 years, you're going to be stuck in the same hole that you're in. Like that, I don't necessarily agree with, but I do agree with, you know, that whole cost of inaction, which is just kind of labeling out, you know, if you do this, you'll receive this. If not, you could be stuck like, the, you know, et cetera. If that makes yeah. sense at all right now. Absolutely. So my whole thing is framing it differently. It's not avoiding the message. It's just mm. framing it in a different way. So um, a lot of people will say, you know, like, well, your actions up to this point, what have they done for you? So if you continue to make the same choices, you're going to continue to stay in the same place, which is true, but damn, that's hard to hear. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's rough to hear. So some people might respond to like a slap in the face like that. But if you want to frame it differently, it's kind of like, well, let me ask you this. How long have you been feeling like this? You know? Um, and it's like for however many years. And are you talking about if they've tried something before? Like if they've done anything to try and fix this before? Well, usually within the, com uh, within the conversation, one of the main questions I ask is, have you ever invested in yourself? Yeah, because a lot of people buy $1,000 plus iPhone, but when it comes to investing in their own personal growth, they're super hesitant about spending, you know, whether it's $1,000, $3,000, 5000 I really think it's all the same sale, to be honest. Like, yeah. they are very hesitant with investing in themselves, which, in my opinion, gives you the best, you know, ROI you could ever imagine. You know, so I do find out if they've invested in themselves. And if they have, if they say, yes, I have, um, then I know that for one, they know the importance of it, which is great. And two, then I'd like to find out, you know, what's some of the stuff that they've invested in and how has that helped, et cetera. Well, and when they say they've never invested in themselves, do you ask the questions about like, have you ever purchased something that's a thousand dollars or more? Like, what was it? Yeah. Yeah. Norm normally I will. And I'll say, do you, do you see the value in investing in yourself? Because I already kind of want to have an idea of where their mindset is at, which will help me with, you know, the end sales process. Right. Okay. So framing it kind of like <clears throat> the whole thing we were talking about where you're like, look, I believe in you and I have worked with people like you. I know that this is something that you're capable of and I wouldn't offer it if it wasn't. And the idea of you remaining in the same spot that you are now and in pain and stuck and frustrated, it is really hard. It just makes me really sad to think that you would continue to stay there. Like, and to what end, you know, like, I think that one of the most important things, um, strategies for life is to, to have a solution in place. So if not me to have another solution, but to continue to do the same thing is going to leave you in the same situation, like the definition of insanity, right? Is doing the same yeah. thing, expecting a different result. So I just, I would hate to see that happen because there's so much potential with you and it would be so much easier than you realize. And I, I've just done this so many times before um, and it's worth so much more than an iPhone or, uh, or a Louis Vuitton bag. And I know that sounds like obvious and common sense or whatever, but sometimes the, especially with my clients who have confidence issues, they <clears throat> don't think of it really in those terms, but like how happy did the iPhone make you? How happy did the Louis Vuitton bag make you? Maybe for like an hour. 
it's not sustainable. So this is a sustainable solution. So if not me, I just want to make sure that you have some sort of sustainable strategy for solving this because continuing this way is like living, you know, your life half asleep kind of, or like at half your potential or, you know, I mean, it's always obviously better to feel, to start feeling better sooner than later. So I want that for you. I want to give that to you. Like kind of like that sort of language where you are talking about the pain, but it's like from a helpful, empathetic point of view where it's like, okay, like, so tell me this, imagine that we don't work together. Do you have something in place to solve this? What steps are you going to take? Do you think that you're just going to remain in the same place? Like that sucks. <laughs> Why? Yeah. You know, yeah. So it's not as, I mean, if you, you seem like a very intuitive person. So if the person seems like they'll, because some people do respond well to a slap in the face. Yeah, totally. So I, I just advise to do it this other way because most people don't, but there are some people that are going to respond better to that. Then yeah, say like, hey, let me be blunt with you. What have your decisions up to this point? You know, are you in a, have they led to a situation that you enjoy? So it's logical to say that you'll continue to stay in the same place. If you, you know, you'll say that and they'll be like, mm -hmm. oh, whatever. So being able to customize it. But I think it is very important to talk about how, like, you're going to, your life is still going to suck. <laughs> like, yeah. not, not in those words, but like, I don't want that. I don't want that for you. Like, it just makes me, it's just hard hard to watch because I care about you and I believe in you and I think you've got amazing qualities and whatever and um I know that we can do this and I don't know I was talking to a client today but it was about agency services and he's like all oh, I'm so busy you know I'm so busy and I'm like I under because he's doing all the things he's wearing all the hats he's an entrepreneur wearing all the hats you know how it is and I'm like, I totally understand that you're meeting with all these people in person and you're selling them all in person and you're setting them all up in person and you're, you know, trying to fit, raise fundraising also in person. And it's all this energy and effort and time. And our services are going to lighten that load for you. Like, I feel like you might look at it like it's going to add work or something for you, but it's going to take it away because you won't have to be doing mm. it in person all the time. So maybe framing it something like that too, where it's like, it might seem like it's a lot of work, but actually this is going to make everything for you a lot easier. Like it sounds crazy, but you're going to have more energy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're wow. going to have more focus. You're going to have more clarity. You're going to be able to get things done faster. Um, it's like right now it does, it feels like you're working under like with a bunch of sludge on you. That's like slowing you down. So it's hard to do all the things, like to do life, right? But you're going, life is going to be easier without the sludge. Like let's remove the sludge or the mud. So maybe yeah. framing it like that, where it's like, hey, it's not adding, it's taking away. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because I think that naturally when people add something to their schedule, when they add a, program like my coaching program to their life it's it comes in the sentence you're adding right so you're building more weight you have more to do's when really 
it, it is, it's exactly as you said, you know, my clients tend to have a lot more energy, which means they have a lot more focus, which means their mood is elevated, and which means that they're thinking more clearly because they don't have as much stress and, you know, the stress chemical cortisol, you know, rushing through their body. So they can actually do things and stay on point and have a longer, longer day. You know, some of my clients mentioned that they get things done a lot quicker, which actually means that they have so much more free time. Um, yeah. Which is really funny. So I really like that whole painting the picture. And I'm not necessarily, because I am a very nice person, and that affected me negatively in sales for a while when I first started, because I was very much like, oh, they don't have the money. I'm like, oh, okay. You know? <laughs> until, I got, until I got in the game a little more and really started to close people and see that some people need that hard push. But I like that that's kind of like, this is like a hard push in a, in a positive spin where it's kind of like, I want to get you to this end goal. You're going to work with me because you're not going to be stuck in this place where you are right now, where you've been so long. Let's finally make a step out of that. Yeah, definition of insanity. And like, I think it kind of t makes it feel less uh, pressure if you say like, okay, fine. If you're not going to work with me, I just want you to have some kind of strategy for solution because if we get off this call and you keep doing the same thing, it's just going to keep being the same results. Hopefully. So it's like, if not me, then please, please do something. But obviously, like, I know what I can do for you. I can't guarantee what the other, and I can't, sorry, guarantee is not the word. I can't say what the other people are going to do, but I know what I can do for you. So obviously, like, I'm more biased to working with me. Um, so it's kind of like just really coming from, I call it authoritative empathy. Like, you're not just being like a cheerleader, like, you can't do this, we can do it together. It's kind of like, look, man, I've done this a lot of times with a lot of people. I've seen this exact situation, and I don't want you to spend any more months, like, weighted with all of this, like, guck. Yeah. Like, kind of thing. So it's like, yeah. it's like telling them what they need to hear, but not in a way that's like, hey, you've been a real dumbass. <laughs> you know, like that's basically what that sounds like. Like your decisions up to this point have got, it's like, you've been a real ass, like, yeah. like a go had, an ass. <laughs> yeah. I've had people do sales calls with, with, on me, you know, myself, um, and which is always a great experience. Um, and you know, some of the, some of them, I was just like, I don't really feel inspired at all because it went so negative. Um, yeah. and it was, becoming false things, stuff I didn't even mention. And I was just like completely, yeah, completely took me off guard. I've seen it multiple times, actually. It's not, it's not rare. I'm actually, it's a great learning lesson for me, especially when I was just, just getting into it. But uh, yeah, I just, I, I just really, um, I, it's not that I don't, you know, also don't mind going into the negative, but I really think a positive approach is something that this world and people need right now. Yeah. They do need the push. They just don't need to be beat up while you do it. Exactly. I think there's, that's a, there's a really fine difference there that people need to recognize and know about. I mean, that's what I'm trying to, to communicate. And I hope that it does hit ears. Because I think a lot of people feel awkward making, like, beating up a prospect. Because it is awkward. Yep. Um, and it sounds like everybody seems to have been on the other side of it, too. And it doesn't feel good. And it doesn't make you want to buy their thing, either. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like if it worked, then I'm like all for it. But it doesn't seem to even really work. So I'm like, you know, you can say this. I'm not saying not to say those things. Like I think it's important. I just don't think you have to be. I think you'll see more success usually 
if you're not mean about it. Um, except if you're intuitive enough to tell that there is somebody who needs communication yeah. delivered in that way. Which is something that, you know, myself and other people that, you know, are listening to this, um, you know, it's something you, you will realize through the conversation, through questions, through energy, yeah. and really just kind of how, what makes them speak more. You know, as a, as, a, as a coach, we have had certain people that struggle with confidence speak in a very low voice like this. So when I come down to their level a little bit, and I start coaching them like this, and I kind of quiet my voice, mirroring, you know, is technically what it's called. I'm all about uh, and I mirror them. Yeah, it's so good. It's so great with like really building rapport and comfortability on those phone calls. And, you know, those are usually, uh, sometimes they, they need a good kick in the ass, but I do it with the mirroring in a sense where it's just like, you really want to be stuck here for, for longer than you have been already. And a lot of them just get quiet. And then I'm like, wait. Because <laughs> I always want to say something. And I'm like, no, just wait, let it simmer for a second. And then they go, okay. And then their voice comes up. And I'm like, there we go. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also it's like, uh, I don't know. I think it's just a fact that it's nice to have results sooner than later. Like it's just yeah. a fact that you can mention. Like the fact is results sooner than later are always nice. And these things <laughs> do affect like the rest of your life. So, I mean, I usually end up doing the like slap in the face thing. If the person's like this really blunt like gruff person, mm -hmm. then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to lay it out there, man. Like, this is the deal, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and they're usually like, okay. Like that's usually when I get the indicator, if anybody's listening and they don't realize when, um, somebody with confidence issues, I feel like would not be a good fit for that mm. slap in the face thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that from my experience. Yeah. Yeah, I've even, I don't, it, it's so, it's so random too, because confidence can be really, it's, I mean, confidence is also broken down into, you know, self-esteem and confidence towards your goals. I mean, you need both, right? You can feel confident within yourself, but if you're not confident in the goals that you have out there, uh, right. it's really tough. And if they're not confident within themselves, yes, it hurts. But if they're not confident within their goals, I kind of need to give them a little bit of a slap in the face, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's really interesting. That would make sense because you because they're yeah. like, I want to hit my goals, I know I can hit my goals, and you're just like, Well, come on, man! Like, yeah, let's put this, this is your push, up. let's do this, yeah. thing. Like, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so hopefully that helps. You feel like you've got some clarity and new things to try, yeah, definitely. For one, creating more clarity within the very broad objections, uh, really painting the picture in a positive way, but keeping you know, the cost of inaction in there and also really, you know, defining and keeping my eyes more on, um, you know, what kind of person they are and what really, what do I need to kind of arc towards my sales approach at the end that's going to fit their personality more along with energy. So this stuff is going to be really powerful. I definitely can see my, my closing rate going up 15, 20% now. So that's what I'm calling. <laughs> ah. That's awesome to hear. And I want to compliment you. Everything you do is like what I would advise and recommend. I love your style, you know, checking in, saying, how does this sound? Um, you know, making sure that you cover all the questions that could benefit you at the end of the closing, not just like questions that mess with their psyche, mm -hmm. um, but beneficial questions, even like doing a little coaching session. Um, I think that one of the most powerful ways you can sell someone is by showing them. So it's not just your words. It's like undeniable evidence that you have 
that you can do what you say you're going to do. Just a small part. They still need yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Totally. This has been beyond helpful. And also, it's just nice to talk about sales with an expert like yourself and get into the nitty gritty within. Yeah, absolutely. So I love it too. And I am so excited to hear about how this goes. So that's a good stopping point for us. And yeah. um, we've reached the end of yet another episode of Sales is Not a Dirty Word. This was the podcast about overcoming objections while selling lifestyle coaching. And we've been talking to Jonathan Gilardi, the lifestyle coach who transforms your self-worth, confidence, and mindset. Thanks again to Jonathan for making an appearance as a guest today. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's been amazing. And all right, Jonathan, can, I, uh, can you tell everyone how they can find out more about you and about your transformational approach? Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can go to my Instagram. Uh, you can just go to Instagram.com forward slash Jonathan Gilardi. And from there, you can, you know, absorb a lot of my content there to elevate you to higher levels. And also you can click my link in bio. And I have a podcast called The Life of Becoming You because, uh, you know, life journey is about growth and not about the end goal. So you can get more content there, learn about me. And uh, throughout that process, you'll see plenty of opportunities to hop on calls with me, find out more about my program, and that'll all be in your face. <laughs> all right awesome finally thanks to everyone out there for listening this has been the sales is not a dirty word podcast where we show you how to be a good person who's also good at sales <laughs> all right till next time